Aster, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with USA Today bestselling author and natural-born hockey fan, Natasha Madison. We discuss the difference between her real self and her fantasy self, her sneaky tiptoe path to becoming a writer, and the dare that gave birth to a career. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. Are you? Oh, no. Don't be nervous. <laughs> so I might laugh a lot and say like a million times. It's okay. Even though I tell my kids, use a sentence without like it. <laughs> it's hard to do once you get on a roll it of It really like. is. <laughs> I, I'm trying to do it also when I write because I find that I use like a lot <laughs> and I get notes from the editor oh. saying too much use of like. Yeah. And I'm like, that's your job then. Erase it. What have you been up to this morning? I'm actually in Atlanta. Uh-oh. My husband is here for work. Okay, nice. So I decided that I would join him and write some words and that hasn't been happening. Oh, so no. uh, hopefully today is a better day. And where do you live? We're from Montreal, Canada. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, all the way north. We the north. Okay. I'm in Minnesota, so I'm Oh, so you're kind of close. You have similar weather to us. Yeah, this week has been really cold. Is it? Yes. Apparently there's a heat wave back home. And you're missing it. <laughs> I know, and I'm missing it, but that should finish sometime today. And it's going to be followed with ice rain. Oh, So I, at least I'm missing that. Atlanta sounds nice this time of year. It's uh, Apparently it's really cold here for this time of year. Hmm. And they're not used to it. So I'm like, well, for me, it's spring. <laughs> <laughs> what temperature are we talking? It was five degrees here this morning. Oh. So I don't know how much that is Fahrenheit to Celsius. Mm-hmm. I think it would feel like spring to me too, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you're from the north and you come down here, you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what anybody's complaining about. <laughs> right. I was in Dallas in February and I was with my spring jacket and I walked out of the hotel and everybody's in their hats and their gloves. And I'm like, <laughs> this is literally like spring and they're mm-hmm. freezing. And I'm like, oh. I can live with this all year round. I'm good. I'm reading This Is Forever now, and I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah, the big finale to the series. This is airing on January 23rd, and I believe it comes out on the 14th. It does, yeah. Awesome. It'll already be out, and hopefully people are enjoying the last one. You love hockey? I do. I do. Coming from Canada, there's really not much that we can actually say that we own but i'm pretty sure we mm-hmm. own we own the hockey sport. <laughs> we have nothing else okay we, we literally have nothing else let us have hockey okay although we did win the basketball oh so i guess we can have hockey and good. maybe sometimes basketball but that's all we have do you enjoy basketball too or just hockey no no just just we're just we're big hockey. hockey fans yeah, we're just big hockey fans. It sounds like you know all the ins and outs. I was wondering if you were learning as you wrote no, or if you no. just know it. I've been a hockey fan for, I mean, you grow up in Montreal. Mm-hmm. It's like the holy grail of the city. You know? <laughs> 24 Stanley Cups, we have the uh-huh. most. and So you grow up and it's all, it's like you need to, this is your team and you stand behind your team. Which is hard when you have older boys, because I have a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old. 
and they like the, the Montreal, but that's not their favorite team. Oh. So it, it gets a little bit stressful at playoff times. You're for someone <laughs> that they're not rooting for? Yeah. I have a Tampa fan Oh, and I have a Washington fan. Yeah, I know. You're not even loyal to Canada? I know. <gasps> I know. I thought I was doing right as a parent. Obviously, <laughs> I missed the ball on that one. And my boys played hockey oh, growing up. So it's nice. It's like second nature. It's such a fun sport. Do you picture certain like hockey players as you write or are they just your own? Sometimes I do. Do you have anyone for Justin? I actually don't. For Justin, okay. I, I have to admit it was pretty much I saw the picture of the model and I'm like, okay, so this is him. Mm-hmm. So I pictured him. But other than that, I usually go with what the model looks like on the mm-hmm. cover. So cover comes first and then the story. I always have uh, the cover and the blurb done before I even write the book. Oh my goodness, you need to teach me your ways. <laughs> I put off the blurb until the last oh, no. possible minute. I can't oh, stand it. Oh no, the blurb is the, the first thing to come out and then I search for the picture and then I write Okay, all the time. Hmm, I need to give that a try. Yeah, it's just, I, I think it's easier once you write the blurb in order to know where the book is going to go. It makes sense. Yeah, so for me, it's very important that I write the blurb so I know what's going to happen. And I'd say 99% of the time, it goes according to my blurb. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I think, a couple of times where I had to go in and just tweak it just a little. That's pretty great. In order for it to match the story. So did I count right that you have 21 books out now? Uh, I don't I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't think I've counted. Um, That's amazing. I should really count that. <laughs> well, tell us how your writing career began. When did you get started? Three and- years ago, I pressed publish. I was a blogger before any of okay. this happened. And mm-hmm. then I started beta reading. And uh, Ali Martinez actually dared me to write my first book. Really? Yeah, she did. I said I couldn't do it. And she's like, just sit down and try. And I sat down and I think I wrote 12,000 words. Oh, my goodness. In two days. Wow. Yeah. I, but then I stopped. I I stopped and I would only pick it up when I felt like it. Mm -hmm. And I still remember it was Christmas Day and my husband and my boys were going to my in-laws and my daughter was sick. So I said, I'll stay home with her and we're just going to Netflix and chill. And Mm -hmm. while she was sleeping, I actually finished the book. Oh my goodness. I know. I finished the book and then I closed off the computer and I said, okay, well, I did it. (laughs) And I didn't touch the story for four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why. I just let it sit. And then I said, let me see if maybe it's a little bit good. Mm -hmm. So I sent it to a couple of people and I didn't tell them I actually wrote the book. I lied. I fibbed. And I said, there's this (laughs) new author that's coming out and this is her debut. And she wants to know if it's good or not. I think it's okay. (laughs) What do you guys think? And they were all like, Oh my God, this is such a good story. And I'm like, well, maybe it doesn't suck as bad as I think it does. And I actually had saved it as cat litter (laughs) so that just goes to show you how much faith I had in the story (laughs) when did you finally fess up that it was you um 
after they came back with how they felt about it. Because <laughs> if they, they said it was horrible, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to tell her not to do anything uh-huh. with it. But when they loved it, I was like, oh, good, because I wrote That's it. That's so fun. And then I, I literally did things so slow. I contacted an editor and it was like no rush Mm -hmm. I didn't have any release days I didn't have anything and I'm like when you have a chance if you can work on this and uh I'd slowly by surely and I still remember I said my goal was when I published my first book that I wanted 47 people to read it 47 (laughs) people that I didn't know Uh uh-huh because I thought 50 was a stretch (laughs) 50 sounded like such a huge number, That's so great. especially when you're not, you're not known, right? You're right. a newbie and you're putting this mm-hmm. book out and it's like, you don't know how anybody's going to take it or that anybody's going to read it. And so my goal was 47 people and I pressed publish. <laughs> I still remember on a Sunday, six o'clock in the morning, I'm like, let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> And uh, I spent all day refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. And it was finally live. And I took two sleeping pills. And I said, okay, I think I need to sleep through this. (laughs) And not not see. Because you're constantly, as an author, refreshing that page. You're constantly doing it. So I went to bed. And when I woke up, I was woke up to messages saying you have an orange flag and I'm like I don't even know what that means what orange flag (laughs) and yeah it had actually become a bestseller in the sports category wow on Amazon and I was floored I was like holy crap so yeah (laughs) it's insane It, it, it was insane it was a ride in the house. That's amazing. How did your writing change after that? Did you start writing every day? Did you still um, kind of tentatively go into it? Uh, no, after that, I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe I could write a second book because my goal was just to write one book, which is why mm-hmm. I named all the characters like people that I knew, not thinking <laughs> that they would actually get stories. Um. And I, so then I said, okay, so maybe I should do this. And then I would do it at night. I would work during the day and I would write at night and I would come up with these stories in my head. And uh, then it just slowly, like it started snowballing. It was like a snowball effect. And I changed from sports romance and then I went to dark romance and then I realized that I am not a dark romance person to write Mm -hmm. you know you get into that mind frame and I was like yeah that's not me Mm -hmm. so then after I wrote the two dark books I said I want to write a story about unicorns and glitter farts and whatever (laughs) is the most ridiculous thing that is what I'm gonna write and actually that book was tempt the boss yeah was it unicorns it was literally unicorns glitter farts they played (laughs) pranks on each other (laughs) pranks that if it was actually a physical book she would get arrested for doing a lot of the things he she did but it's fiction I've gotta read this fiction it's rom-com at its best it's nice yeah So I just thought of the most ridiculous things that I can write in a book. 
and I wrote it and it was so much fun to write and I never expected it to blow up the way it did. Hmm. Like you never know, you never know from one book to the next book. And I was very fortunate that I had a lot of blogs pick it up and spread the word and it just, it, it kind of got my name out there, Hmm. which was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very nice surprise when you're watching the hockey game, which I was doing because it was in April. And I get a message saying that one of the biggest bloggers out there just read my book and is raving about it. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh. Yeah. So it was it was pretty much insane. It was pretty much like, holy crap, this is actually Mm -hmm. happening. And I'm actually a little bit good at it. That's so fun. It's yeah, it was a crazy way to go about it all, but it's so fun that it worked out. <laughs> I know. I'm like I said, I'm very fortunate that it actually worked out that way because it could have went the complete other way. Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance-related, from book club-style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now, let's get back to our interview. Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Oh, Are you ready? You can censor this, right? You can bleep it out if I swear by accident. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Flying or invisibility? Flying. Last book you read and loved? Ugh, I haven't read in the longest time, which is which makes me so sad because I used to read a book a day. Aww. But because like when I'm writing, I cannot read someone Mm. else's books because I'm Mm -hmm. so afraid that I'll take their idea and think it's my own and think it's brilliant. (laughs) And then when I finish writing, I don't really want to read. Oh my, I don't even remember the last book I read, which is so, I'm such a horrible person. Oh, you're not horrible, (laughs) but that is tragic. I know it's so sad. Although I have to say they're trying to get me to read historical. Mm -hmm. So I might try one of those. Okay. I might try it. Beverage while writing. Coffee. Where do we find you on a Friday night? I mean, truthfully, in my pajamas on the couch, imaginary, Mm -hmm. getting dressed up to go out and like roam the town. (laughs) (laughs) In my fictional world. Yes. I'm living it up. Very glamorous. Very glamorously. What is your favorite age? I think I'm going to have to say 40. 40 is when this kind of career started Mm -hmm. for me. And I think it's the most comfortable I felt in my skin, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. It's just you're old enough kind of, I know I'm going to. As my kids say, I'm going to sound like a boomer or whatever. Oh, yeah, boomer. (laughs) I don't even know if that's the right terminology. Okay, boomer. They're going to hear this and they're going to be like, Mom, you totally didn't use boomer right. Uh, But, (laughs) yeah, I think think it's it's just you get to a certain point in your age and you're like, okay, this is me. Mm -hmm. And this is who I am and accept me or not. And. And it's okay if people don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I I would have to say 40, although I had a little trouble going into 40. Mm -hmm. I fought it 
tooth and nail. But there's really nothing. There's really nothing I could have done about it because (laughs) after 40 came 41 and then 42 and then 43. (laughs) It just keeps going. Even though you don't acknowledge it, you still get older. You only realize it when you get out of bed and it takes you longer to stand upright. Well, will we see you at any signings in 2020? I'll be doing a Polycon. Okay. I was like super excited that I got invited. And as soon as I got invited, I was like, pay for the table and I'm coming. And then they cannot tell me that there was a mistake. Uh, (laughs) I'm doing uh, music with the bells in Nashville in May. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. I'm doing Windy oh, in the great. City, which is the first time I'll be doing a signing in Chicago. Uh-huh. So I'm excited for that. And uh, luckily, I'll be doing Scotland. Ooh. Yeah, Scotland and then four Brits. Fun. Yeah, so it's we're going to make a family trip out of it. That will be great. Yeah. And then I'm going to, then the last one of the year is going to be Shameless. And that's that's it for 2020. You have a full year. I have a full year. And then for 2021, it's my daughter's graduating high school. Mm-hmm. So I really want to stay close to home and nice. make sure I'm there for all the mm-hmm. things that she allows me to be part of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. Oh, oh, you're going to sing? And you with me as well. It's so fun. I, I did not see any of this singing in any of the, the emails that went back and forth. It's something I do on every episode <laughs> oh my for gosh. almost two years now. Really? Yeah. And do you, is it like a certain song that you sing all the time where you just... No, it's kind of sometimes I feel a song for a person. Sometimes they come up with a song. Oh. But for you, I had three Three options. Oh, I get options. Yes. The lucky one. Lean on me. Oldie but goodie. Okay. Sugar by Maroon 5. Or what do you mean by Justin Bieber? Oh, God. I don't even, like, I hear them in my head, but I don't even know if I could could sing them. (laughs) Do you know Lean on Me? That Uh, one feels the easiest. Oh, dear God. (laughs) This is the time where my kids close off this podcast. This is the time the kids are like, okay, we heard enough. And don't post that on any of your social medias because my friends are going to go and follow. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, All right, let's do it. Lean on me. me. When When you're you're not strong. And And I'll I'll be be your your friend. friend. I'll help you carry on. Oh, it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. You just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. Cause we all need somebody to lean on. I just, I just might have a problem that you'd understand. We all need somebody to lean on. Yeah. There we go. See, that it wasn't, wasn't as so bad. bad. As I thought. There you it go. It wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you for doing this well, with me. Thank you so very much for having me. Yeah, and enjoy your time in Atlanta, and I hope you get lots of writing done. Uh. From your lips to God's ears. Yes, let it be so. 
<laughs> Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next week. Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.